Hi, and welcome to Marriage Can Heal Podcast. If you are married, and if you are single and thinking about marriage, then this podcast is for you. Drop the beat now. Hello, 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 everyone. Hello, everybody. How are y'all doing today? How y'all doing today? (laughs) (laughs) Happy Sunday. Yeah, happy Sunday. Yeah. It is actually Sunday. It is. (laughs) We normally don't record on Sunday. (laughs) No, we normally have been had this done through the week. Yeah. yeah. But that's a whole nother story. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, we want to welcome you to the Marriage Can Heal podcast. My name is Pedro. My name is Tara. We are your hosts. Yes, yes. And this is what now? Marriage Can Heal Podcast. Season. Oh, season three, episode 14. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> what well, we're going to be talking about. <laughs> what we're going to be talking about setting the tone in our marriage, but also reflecting that towards you guys. And hopefully someone can receive something from it to um, think about how you can set the tone in your own marriage. Mm-hmm. First off, we're going to pray. Yes. Heavenly right. Father, we want to thank you for. Uh, waking us up this morning. We want to thank you, Lord, for letting us um, make it through the day so far. We ask that as we go into the new week, that you'll be with us in everything we do and say that we do it to your, to your love and to your knowledge that you have given us to be the best that we can be. Uh, be with our family and our friends. Be with this podcast as we talk about the tone in a marriage and that you will help us to help somebody as you help us each and every day. For this, I pray in your holy name. Amen. Amen. Wow. We had a uneventful day yesterday. Yeah, yeah. We, we <laughs> actually started recording. Yes, we did. And we have a new we have a new setup. Yeah. And my, you know, I'm not going to say my wife, but my oh, wife did hit the what? button. You see, you're not setting the tone. <laughs> you're not setting the tone, okay? But to be you're fair, not. wait, wait, wait. To be fair, I didn't notice it either. And right. I'm sitting right in front of the same screen. The same board. The same board. So yep. to be fair. I did not see it. Mm-hmm. So we both did not see it. <laughs> we started recording the show and we was talking and talking and talking and talking. Just going. And about 45 minutes into it, Tyler looks down. She's like, oh, man. Right. She hits the buttons. And then we was on a, mute the whole time. Yeah. And, but this is the thing I said to her, if you knew that we was on mute, you should have, we should have stopped right then. You know, we I, talked for another 20 minutes. We did. But you know what? I did not realize <laughs> that. I thought for, I don't know why I thought that it'll still pick up the audio, mm. but obviously it didn't. When it's muted, it's muted. Yes. Point blank. So it was like, I was like, we could have stopped and started. I'm not doing this again. Look, no. we have to just wake up in the morning it and do it. And do it. Mm-hmm. So here we are. Mm-hmm. And here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully, you know, we'll be able to remember some things that we spoke about yesterday. And if not, God give us new beginnings. So oh, yeah, yeah. But, I'm, so, I'm pretty sure you can remember. I mean, we started off by talking about yeah, um, how our week was going. Yeah, and we talked about church mm-hmm. yesterday when mm-hmm. we went to church with the elder, spoke about, mm-hmm. and I did talking point, mm-hmm. which comes on Saturdays between five and seven. Yes, on Aventus Radio London, mm-hmm. and we had a show about siblings. Yeah, and the different um, the way siblings with would can be. Uh, we had a couple of guys on. We had two guys on mm-hmm. um, that talked about 
I think it was a 12 year um, difference in age. Right. And how they grew up together. Mm-hmm. And um, how it was being a sibling, him being the oldest and the other one being the youngest, how that dynamic changed throughout the years as they became adults because they lived in, I think it was Barbados, wasn't it? Oh, I didn't listen to the first part. Oh, you didn't, yeah, right, right. They came yeah. from, they came to the UK as adults. Yeah. So how their relationship had changed. Right. And then we had Junior, twin sister, identical twin sister. My identical twin sister. From Alabama. No, I Shara. That actually had. Yeah, yeah, we had we had her on, mm. and that was fun. That was fun. Um, they didn't believe me that you was a identical twin until she popped up on the screen. And I was like, "Wait, <laughs> she really is identical." I'm like, right. I've been saying that since day one. Like, what's wrong with you, people? <laughs> oh, you think I'm lying? Oh. Like, you know, it's amazing. Actually, you know what? I think that is something that most people do. Seeing is believing for some. People. Yeah, and yeah. So, for some reason, you can say, "Oh, I'm identical twin." They're like, "Yeah, right. Whatever. Yeah, identical." And then when they say, wow, you really die, you guys really do look alike. Yeah. And then they're like, wait, really? And I'm like, I know they're identical. <laughs> but yeah. But, but so yeah, that was fun. So we went through that process. And I think one of my co-hosts, she had a sister on. Mm-hmm. And she's in um the US too. Right. And they actually they didn't look alike. They looked alike a little bit. But they, they have more, right? Features, but it was sorry. one thing I, like yeah. I said in the show, everybody, all siblings, they all had like you all had the same mannerisms, the way you moved your face and stuff. Mm-hmm. You and your sister, obviously. You're right. And then even the two gentlemen, and then um, the co-host and her sister, they laughed kind of the same. They kind of raised the eyebrows the same. It was kind of weird. I was like, wow. <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun doing that show. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed doing that show. Mm-hmm. So that was that was good. Yeah, and the other thing we touched on about um, the message that was received, that was received, sorry, on Sabbath was that um, how families can change um, um, the way things are in a generational way. Um, and change how the we, generational curse. Yes, and how we can change our attitudes and change how we do things and how we live our lives, so our children can then pick up that um, that change that we are doing to then better themselves mm-hmm. in the future in their lives. So. Basically, um, in a nutshell, to if you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing and your children see what you're doing, they're going to pick that up, whether it's drugs or whether it's being abusive or whatever it is, they can pick up that because that's what they're saying. And the way we break those things is to change how we are as individuals, as people, and allowing God to change us from the inside out. And when we allow him to do that, he could then use us to then change our families, but then he's slowly making it, you know, he's slowly changing us so we can be better people in the future for our, the generation to come to, to be able to then, right. you know, go off what we showed them, you know, and right. it's amazing okay. how so many families are broken because of how things are set in the home and what they have seen their parents do, you know what I mean? And, and some families are doing good. You know, they're not putting it all on the bad things, but you do have some people setting the tone pretty good for their families where they, you know, like if they going to school, if they're trying to better themselves, if they're trying to stop drinking, if they're trying to stop doing those things that's got them to where they are, people can change. I believe God can use people and change people if they want to be changed. So right. they families can be better. Yeah, because I, I think I mentioned that, like one of the main things, like racism. Yes. Racism is definitely a generational curse. It's taught. Because it's taught. It's mm-hmm. not even just taught. It's not even really taught. Yeah. yeah, it's taught, 
but it's more is more what you just said if they see it mm-hmm. i think subconsciously sometimes as parents we could say certain things mm-hmm. and it makes it and it makes a child think oh well you know what i don't you know they and then they start making own assumptions right instead of if you just talk about you know the different things mm-hmm. so like i know for a fact like that's why racism is so is is not going to change until people can change how they are. change how they are mm-hmm. and how they think of other people mm-hmm. other ethnicities mm-hmm. white black chinese asian Muslim, i mean just change the the narrative right of how we think of other people yeah because it always that, starts with the right person. because when the with the kid hears the parent talking all those people or these people or mm-hmm. that you know mm-hmm. then they and they grow up saying all oh, those people these people yeah pretty much you know and you know and so it's definitely one of that's one of the that's the first thing that pops in my head when it comes to generational curse yeah you could have kept you could have talked i had to call for a minute i'm no, sorry go ahead <laughs> so that was one of the things i thought about when we was talking about generational curses and some of the things that we, you know, set in the tone in the family. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we was also talking about David and how he was doing things and then his children saw so that his children started doing bad things too because they was like, well, he's doing bad. I could do bad. Well, yeah, because you can so, say if mama doing it and if daddy doing it, then why can't I do it? Then why can't I? It must you be know? okay. I see my aunties and stuff doing it. I see everybody else doing it. Why I can't do it? Mm-hmm. I guess it's okay. So some things can I don't become, even think it's about aunties. I think no, it's I'm more, just saying, I know, but I'm I just think saying it's anybody more, can be an example for you in your life. You know, I'm just saying, depending, not everybody is raised by their parents. You yeah, got some I, I, people, I get what you're going. No, I'm just saying you got some people raised by grandma, mm-hmm. granddaddy, auntie, or whoever took the time to say, okay, I'm going to take in this child. Depending on who that is can also reflect how they are as going forward yeah, yeah, I in got their you. lives. I, I realized where you was going at first. At first, yeah. you said, I was, then I realized you was going with because mm-hmm. now everybody's raised by their mother, their father. That's right. Things happen. Mm-hmm. So you may not always have your So we all, father. I feel that we changing things, is it, it can be a, 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 wide, a wide thing. You know what I'm saying? It ain't got to just be in the home where it can be changed and come with, within a person. It could be with any person. You know what I mean? So I guess that's what I was um, looking towards. And, and, and that's what we want to do in our marriage is to set the tone. I think that's something we had to learn in our marriage, even in the beginning. We didn't, if, you know, how we are now um, is ba- basically how our parents was mm-hmm. and how we grew up and setting the tone, you know, for our children. And I think in the beginning of our marriage, we didn't always display those things that we was taught or learned from our parents because we was doing our own thing. And we was learning each other, trying to um, get navigate through the problems that we was having in our marriage that caused us to have a, a, a system of breakdown yeah, at but, some point. But that's the thing, though. I think because of the fact the way we saw the way our parents raised us, mm-hmm. even though we was going through those rough patches, mm-hmm. it allowed us to push through and not give up. Yeah, because... Because if we had parents that divorced early mm-hmm. or... Um, gave up or just was like you know what or had multiple partners Mm -hmm. you know say how it is if they you know if your mama left your father or my my mother left my father and then had multiple partners then that's the thought process i would have Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like oh you know i can just 
start you know, over, start with, somebody over else. with somebody else. Exactly. But the fact we saw how they, well, my mother got married later, mm-hmm. not to my father, but to my stepfather, but right. my father. Mm-hmm. And I saw how their relationship was, even through the rough patches. Mm-hmm. When they first got married, they had a lot of rough patches. I saw how they pushed through. Right. And, and you had your mother and father from birth. Definitely. So you saw how they pushed through. Mm-hmm. And they had so some hard times. And, and I'm saying, but that's mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. So because you saw that, mm-hmm. you was willing to like, I'm going to work on my marriage. I'm going to work on my husband. Right. I'm going, you know, I know it's rough right now. It's not the best ideal mm-hmm. for our marriage. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I'm not going to give up yet. I'm going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. Right. You know. Because you can you can always throw in the towel in mm-hmm. your marriage and be done with it and say you want something new. But something new only lasts you know, a short time. It's only go for a minute. It's not always green on the other right. side. Right. So, you know, you know what you have and what you're dealing with in that situation, unless you're in a situation where things are just unbearable and you just, you know, things are getting dangerous and you have to do what you have to do. I get that. But um, if you're in a situation where you're able to work things out and um, just start praying for your spouse and, you know, either individually or together, but just working things out, not be so quick to to, to be like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, but, like, you know, everybody is different. That famous phrase they use now for marriages, because I think back in the day it used to be inconsolable differences, mm-hmm. irresolvable differences. Mm-hmm. Now it's, we grew apart. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, yeah. how did you go? We all, we all going to... We all change in marriage. Exactly. We've we, been married 17 years yeah. and we still have days where... Yeah. We just don't want to be around each other. We're just yeah. like, you know what? I you're irritating right, me today. Right, yeah, in marriage, you're going to, not, not that you're growing apart. You both are um, are getting older. You both are seeing things differently. You're mm-hmm. not going to always see things the same. But at the, you come together and talk about those things that are different. Talk about how you changing as a person. Because you are, I'm changing as, as for me. Mm-hmm. And you changing for Pedro. So we both are, are changing in our own ways. But we also bringing that together. You know, and talking mm-hmm. about how we feel and how we change, and we seeing each other change. So, you know, when you see your spouse changing for the for the better, I think we need to recognize that and be like, you know, you're not like you used to be. You know, just bringing it to acknowledgement that oh, that you, that you get older. Yeah, that that you seeing the change in the person because sometimes just you know, if you noticing that your spouse is trying to do better and being better, and they ain't doing like they doing before in the past. They doing things differently. They seeing what you like and what you don't like. And, you know, and when you start actually, you know, recognizing that in your spouse, then you can better communicate. You can better talk and and things can be somewhat different in your marriage to try to make that marriage stronger. Yeah, I understand. That's that's Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. That's why a lot of people say we grew apart, but I still love him or I still love her. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, if you still love him, it could be together. Yeah, I think sometimes people can get, you know, in in general, I think we can get complacent and we can just be like, you know, I don't want to deal with it, you know, that type of thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it's all in what a person want to deal with. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, guys, we have this video getting into our topic. Um, what this what this guy is going to be talking about men set the tone in a relationship. Um, in a marriage. Yeah, but. That's what the title says. The title says men set the tone in a relationship, okay. but we're going to revolve that around Marriage. all marriages and yeah. our marriage and how we can set this home, period. Okay. So, yeah. So, we're going to share this video with you guys, something new that we're doing, um, and we're just going to play it. So, yeah. <laughs> tone of a relationship, the woman creates the atmosphere. Love it. So, if a man goes in and he sets a tone, I had to set a new mm. tone in my house. 
which now the tone that I'm setting, Kim creates the atmosphere for. I get home, it's peace in there. It's, 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 it's welcoming in there, it's warm in there. You know, sometimes I go in a good pot of beans cooking, you know, and, and because the atmosphere is right. But it didn't, it didn't I, I, I at first was expecting her to set the atmosphere so it can change my tone, but I'm the man in this relationship. So the man has to go in, set a new tone in his house, and watch that woman create an atmosphere. She can't even help herself. She created to create, to create an atmosphere for you. That's the way God wired her. And, 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 and because your tone is off, and your, 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 your harshness is there, and you don't quite understand who she is, the Bible says, husband, dwell with your wife according to knowledge. Learn who your wife is. Okay, guys. So we're going to pop off this real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he was reading. He, he brought up the text, First Peter 3, verse 7. Mm-hmm. And I just want to read the whole verse to give a better context of what he was saying. Okay. I mean, he pretty much said it, but he kind of just, you know, gave half, about a quarter of the text. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to read that. And again, it's First Peter 3, verse 7. And it says, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Okay. In the same way, your husbands must give honor to your wives. Treat your wife with understanding as you live together. She may be weaker than you are, but she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. Treat her as you should. Your prayers will not be hindered. Mm. So I wanted to just read the whole text because I think sometimes we get a part of the text and mm-hmm. we don't get the whole context. Yeah. Um. In First Peter, Peter's talking about. In the beginning, he talks about men and their and actually wives and their duties mm-hmm. to the husband, mm-hmm. submitting things of that nature. Then he starts talking about husbands and how husbands should treat their wives. Then he starts talking about um, Christians mm-hmm. and how we should treat people. Mm-hmm. And then you know, suffering for doing good. It's just different. He's just talking to the church, right? And in, in this. Um, chapter, but mm-hmm. we're just gonna stick to this verse. And we, we, I wanted to do this because I saw this text. I mean, saw this video, and I was like, "Wow, you know." I think back in the day when we first did get married, wow. um, my tone was way off. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see exactly what he's talking about. Um, the tone um, was way off in the sense of that I would come home mad all the time. Especially and, if we had an argument. Well, yeah, but we had a lot of arguments, and yeah. that was a thing. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of arguments on the phone. Right. Like, our arguments, we argue now. Mm-hmm. We're not going to say we don't argue. We do argue now. Mm-hmm. We do have disagreements. You can get a little emotional. And, you know, and honestly, I can get a little emotional sometimes. I can get in my feelings. Mm-hmm. We both get in our feelings. We do. But, I, like, I think now, like, just like the other day, we was talking about something, and you could talk in... You asked me a question, and my response was not what you wanted. Right. So you got in your feelings and got upset with me. It was like, I know. can't even remember what I, what, what exactly what <laughs> it was. Because that's how silly it was. It was silly. <laughs> but you know, I had to realize that. Oh, I know what I it was. Suspect okay. for I you. I know what it was. Go ahead. I know what it was. What was it? You had, um, you had got a letter that oh, stated right. that you had, um, that everything was okay. Right. Because you had some tests done, and you was just you know concerned with some health issues. Yeah, with some health issues, and you was concerned, and you call me up, be like, "Oh, I got the letter, and they say everything is good." I'm like, "Well, I always knew everything was good. I wasn't worried about it." And you <laughs> was just like, "Really? Like, 
Yeah. I was like, that's that's, that's it. it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because I, I told you from the jump. I told you from the jump. Stop worrying. Stop stressing. Yeah, I've not been stressing. Eh. Yeah, you've been stressing. Yeah, you've been stressing the heck and out I of guess, it all guess, the time. Right, and I and guess I'm for like, me, I just wanted for some for some reason, I wanted a different response from you, and I can't suspect for you to respond the way I want you to because at the end of the day you're not me you know what i'm saying you're not going to respond like me you no, i can't suspect for you to act like me um think like me and react the way i want you to the way the response i guess i was looking for from you i can't suspect for you to be like my clone or something where you just Pedro going to react i know he's going to react like this but you reacted in your way in Pedro's way like but the not thing that about it's a it, bad way no. but i'm just saying you responded like you always respond to things but that's my that's yes. what i was listen yes i was so consistent I was just, in yeah. my response you was because you from was. day one i responded the same way yes but i i was just looking for a different response and i was just but like, i was not i've never gave way. you a different response yeah, yeah i was looking for something more or uh, i don't know i could you know because I am, I know I can be emotional about certain certain things in sometimes period because I'm passionate some things about some things. And I guess I'd be wanting you to respond like that. And and I have to think that doesn't you're, mean I'm not no, passionate. No, not, I know, but you're passionate in your own way. I'm saying, yeah. but at the end of the day, you're a man and you're gonna respond differently to certain things than I suspect for you too. So I have to respect that. When you respond, you respond in how Pedro responds. No, see, I, I, not just how I res, how Pedro responds. Not, in, not res, that it's a I'm bad about response. to say something. Not I'm about to say something. No, I respond in the tone that the husband should respond. Yes. Because I'm trying to keep you calm. Keep me at So baby. if <laughs> I respond to what you want me to respond, we're both sitting there freaking out. Mm. Just like mm-hmm. you're looking for you're looking for a piece of identification. Yes. You can't, can't find, find it. You're freaking out a little bit. And as it gets closer to the time, you're like, I can't find it. I can't find it. But what have I consistently said to you? Hey, we're going to find it. It's going to be I'm, all right. And you know what we're I'm saying? Then where is it then? Because it's exactly. found yet. All right. But I say we still got a little bit more time. Yeah. It's not time to panic yet. Mm-hmm. We're going to find it. Yeah. And I've been consistently saying that you since have. the beginning. Since the so beginning. that's that's what I was, like. That's the tone that I have learned over the years to respond. Yeah, I don't freak out. It's only when it's like really, and then even then I don't freak out. I'm like, okay, well, let's figure out what we need to do. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not gonna, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna freak out because freaking out, you freak out, and then the problem is still there anyway. So yeah. it doesn't change anything. Yeah. So let's figure out how we can fix the problem. Right. I've said think, that before. I think one thing I'm learning now in our marriage is to know that I can't suspect for you to respond like me. I think that's where I'm at right now. You know, mm. and I think I'm, I'm, I'm growing. In that area of knowing that, and when you that's listen how to it's me, going to be, and when you listen to me, right. everything turns out okay. Yeah, it does. Yeah, initially. Yeah, it does. Even though you don't see, you don't see. <laughs> I see, don't I, see it. I look ahead. I see the future. Mm. I'm not a future. I'm not a thing. I just, I just know that it's going to work out. Yeah, because I have because and, you and, have and faith. I'm gonna say right. I have faith. Okay, not saying that you don't have faith. Yeah, I do have it's, faith. You do have faith, mm-hmm. but you just at that moment kind of lose a little bit of it, like oh. Well, you know, and I'm just like, I have faith it's going to be fine. Yeah. So, you know what? Calm down. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And that's part, that, like I said, that's what probably in the past, I wouldn't have been like that. No. I would have been like, how, why, why would you lose it? Why would you not keep more thing of it? Yeah. Like, why didn't, why, why did you put it somewhere where you could find it? I and thought I'd put it somewhere I, I could I, find but it. But I'm just saying, in the past, that was yeah. what I would, the tone would have been different. Yeah. 
because yeah. I was so angry and mad all the time mm-hmm. that my response to you would have been a totally different response, which then would have freaked you out even more. Right. Then you would have got mad. Mm-hmm. Then you would have got defensive. Then you would have started saying things. And then I would have started saying things. And that's how the whole argument would have built up, built up, built up. And yeah. the next thing you know... And that's how you have getting, small little... Right. Next like, thing you know, because we never argued about big things. We're, our arguments are always, always about simple things. little yeah. things that could just easily been squashed. Yeah. And that's why now, even when we have an argument, we're able to squash the argument faster. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, when you said that to me, and my response was, well, I knew you was going to be fine. You got mad at me. You got into your feelings. And I said, well, I've been saying this since the beginning. And then you was like, okay, then we hung up. And then you you text me. And he was like, you know what? I was thinking about it. <laughs> and you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. I got a little emotional. Mm-hmm. I expected your response to be different. And yeah. I'm like, but I'm not going to change my response. Yeah. Because I kept my tone at an even kill the whole time. You did. You know, I never went up a high. never got mad. I never, you know, said, you know, like, what's your problem? I just was like, it's going to be okay. I mm-hmm. knew it was going to be okay. I right. had faith it was going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So... That's why I was saying that I knew that everything was going to work out. Right. And that's the tone. Um, I know we were talking yesterday. I was saying I didn't realize what I was. I realized how much God has brought me from my past to now Mm -hmm. where even people are starting to see the difference in my tone and the difference in how I am. Mm -hmm. Um, Like every morning I wake up and... You know, say good morning to you, of course. Right. I say a prayer to myself. Mm-hmm. Get up. Now, I'm, I'm one of the busy, so we don't get to worship as a family most times. We do pray before we leave. Right. But, you know, it's just the way it is because, you know, we have to wake up really early and get everybody ready to go to school. Mm-hmm. And I have to go to work. But I was this week while the kids were out of school, I was noticing that I was doing something, didn't even realize what I was doing. But then I thought about it. I said, why am I doing this? And then I said, you know, it makes sense. So it's not just setting the tone with you, but setting the tone oh, with the kids. With the kids, yeah. So I will wake up, say my prayer, I'll go down. And my son, he's always up. Junior's always up. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's, he, he, is. he still wakes up early, even though he's out of school. And so I'll knock on the door. Hey, son, how you doing? Good morning. Right. You know, you have a good morning. Mm-hmm. You know, you brush your teeth, wash your face. No, not yet. I'm going to. Okay, well, you could have did it since you've been up. You know, and that's <laughs> always a conversation. Mm-hmm. And then... You know, he's like, oh, you're going, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to work. He's like, oh, man. I'm like, yeah, well, I got to go to work. I got right, yeah. we got bills to pay. We got food. to. F- you guys eat like, you know, like, y'all are, you know, like you're losing, <laughs> like you're losing food. So you, I got to go, you know, buy food. Right. <laughs> need money for that. Yeah. But I was noticing that I was being very um, positive about it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you wake up, you don't really feel like going to like, work. And oh, some mornings I didn't dreading, feel like going to work. I'm dreading going. Right. But I was still, I was like, you know, I got to go to work. Mm-hmm. I love doing it. I got to go to work. Mm-hmm. It's something that when you get older, you're going to have to do. Yeah. You know, so this is what, this is what a man does. Yeah. And he's like, all right, cool. No problem. You know, well, have a good day. Love you. I'll see you when you get back. And I was, I was like, man, like, I, you know, that setting the tone to the children along with my wife, is part of my responsibility. Yeah. You know, and I think we need to, as men, we need to set the tone um, because now he sees that I'm going to work, I'm not upset, but I'm happy to go to work. Yeah. So, provide, my, right, so when he knows family. when he gets older, he's going to be like, well, I got to go to work to provide for my family. Right. Um, I know that setting the tone 
does allow also before I leave, give you a kiss on the cheek mm-hmm. or, you know, give you a kiss on the lips or whatever, you know, yeah, whatever, but, depending like, if we brush our teeth. Yeah. And, and we ain't got no cold. Don't play with it. If you don't got no cold. Yeah. <laughs> I still kiss you when you got a cold, but you say you're going to get my cold. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll get your cold. I don't care. But, you know, <laughs> you don't like that. But anyway. Yeah. Um, the kids always be like, ew, but whatever, they'll get over it too. I mean, yeah. all these years you'd think they get used to it by now, but anyway, um, you know, that's setting the tone, mm-hmm. you know? And then I remember, I, didn't I tell you there's a, um, I remember you seeing that clip where the guy said, if you kiss your, your spouse for six seconds a oh, day, yeah. six seconds a day, six you seconds a day, together, right? right? Like, like instead of just, you know, peck, you kiss for six seconds, yeah. it, it causes, you know, things to happen that will make the day go well, yeah. you know, for each other. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll, then I go to work and I just, I think setting the tone in the family in the sense of, as a man, just making sure that I do what I need to do mm-hmm. and make sure that everything is taken care of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it allows, that's where the atmosphere comes in. So mm-hmm. now I'm doing my part by doing that. Right. And now my wife is doing her part mm-hmm. by doing the things that she has to do. Right. We so, all have a know, job to do. We all have right. a job to do. So again, for me, like setting the tone is not just um or well, Tara will say, you know, can and and she know and this is the thing. I drive for a living. I drive all the time. Yeah, all day. So every time we have to go somewhere, we have to drive. Mm-hmm. So some days I just don't feel like driving. Go mm-hmm. to the park, we got to drive. Go here, we got to drive. Go, and I'm just like, man, I don't feel like driving. Mm-hmm. But I know that I have to set the tone. So I, even though I, some days I don't feel like doing it, I do it anyway because I know it's good for the family. Mm-hmm. Especially going to the park, we go for a nice stroll, a walk, yeah, whatever. You know, just go and just sit down for a little while in the park. You know, the kids love it. They get to run around and burn all the energy they have, yeah. especially the eight-year-old. Yeah. She's got energy for days. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we do that and then it's set in the tone. We mm-hmm. get back home, everybody's happy. Yeah. Everybody's is like, okay, I've had my fun. I've been with mommy and daddy. I've right. been to the park. Mm-hmm. I got the swing. I got to run. I got to jump. All of these Now, things. you know, and it just, it just releases a great atmosphere within the house. It does. You know, it does, and mm-hmm. so it just changes the mood that we have towards each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and so I just I think as as a man we set the tone. What he was saying, you know, I come home, my wife is cooked, the kids are fed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they've already taken a shower, and they just sit around chilling, yeah, waiting for me to get home so they could jump on me, especially the girls. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and then they asked me how my day was. I yeah. told them, I asked them how their day was. Mm-hmm. Asked Tower how her day was. You know, things of that nature. We just have a good atmosphere yeah. throughout the house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, and I like that. Mm-hmm. I, re- I really do. Because um, it calls a calmness to come across the house. And we're able to talk to each other without any type of hostility or anything like that. We just, you know, just just enjoying each other as a family. You know what I'm saying? I think we need to really, um, you know, take heed to that because, you know, situations can change so quickly and, and you know, sense of being, you know, mad all the time or, you know, upset about something petty, you know, just getting through the day and just learning to um, to um, listen to each other, um, take time to communicate 
in a proper way to each other. I just think, you know, once we do those tools that we need to do to grow as a family, then things can get better, you know? Oh yeah. They definitely get better. In how we um, Mm -hmm. respond and talk to each other and stuff like that. So Because by me, by me setting the tone in that way, also, one other thing I changed too is remember I used to come home and then I'll go right upstairs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You used to come, you used to come home from work. You'll say hey and everything, but you'll I'd be talk upstairs. for a minute and then I'll go upstairs yeah, and I'll stay you, upstairs for like well, 30 minutes an hour. Yeah. Sometimes longer. Mm-hmm. And I've actually changed that. I don't know if you noticed. I've actually stayed. I, have, I, I, I do notice. I, I stay notice. in the living room now. Yeah. And I, come I'll, yeah, I'll come down. I may go upstairs to change or take my bag upstairs, right. but then I come back down. Mm hmm. And then, you know, they were sitting there talking. We have dinner. So if I get home in time for dinner, it doesn't bother. It's not that if I like it, um, I enjoy it because I I see the difference. It's just like me changing the tone by taking the kids to school in the morning. Yeah. I see the difference of dropping them off to the bus stop and then taking them to school. Mm -hmm. I try my hardest to take them to school. Some days I can't take the youngest, but I can take the oldest. Mm -hmm. But, um, I do notice the difference by me doing that. Right. So it's just changing the the, the dynamic of how I do things. Mm. When I come home in the evening, I do enjoy it because, you know, the kids are talking, they're laughing. We're, we're joking around with, you know, tell me how their day was. Yeah. You know, I do I do see the difference. They like it. I like you it. You know, <laughs> you don't like it. I do. Yeah, whatever. I do. Mm. But <laughs> I do notice the difference. So, yeah, I do like it. I'm not gonna say because some days I am tired, but I still stay. I I still stay downstairs. Yeah, and you know we're talking, then end up being down for the whole evening. Yeah, some days. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's just it's see I didn't really go upstairs because I was trying to get away from the family. It's just sometimes, you know, I'm driving, so I'm, I'm all I'm hearing is noise. Right, and like. And when you come home, it's noise. It's noise because the kids, <laughs> you know, they can be rambunctious and very loud. Yeah. And, you know, and just overly excited. Yeah. And so, so I just want like that peace for a minute. Yeah, the quietness. Right, the quietness. Mm-hmm. But what I have done is, if you know, sometimes when I get home, I sit in the car for about 10 minutes before I come in the house. Yeah. Which I've always done. <laughs> yeah. But now that part is, is, is good enough for me. So I sit in for about 10 minutes before I walk in the house. Mm-hmm. And then once I come in, because I know once I walk in, it's over with. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a lot of talking, it's a lot of laughter, and and I love that. I yeah. don't, I'm not complaining. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I know that it's going to be, you know, busy. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I need to be, all right, I'm ready, let's go, boom, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know? Because mm-hmm. our children, I love my, I love our children, but they, they definitely could, you know, they make you work. <laughs> they make you work, they like any other children. Yeah, didn't. exactly, they exactly. They would be kids if they didn't. Um, but I think me setting the... Like we was talking about earlier when you got upset mm. and you wanted to, um, you called me up. Yeah. By the time I got home, we had discussed it. Mm-hmm. And you was like, I'm, you know, I, I'm sorry, you know, thing. I, in the past, we would have still been mad. Still so, been arguing about it. Right. And so I would have came in with, mm-hmm. the, with a mad attitude, a mad tone. Right. You wouldn't have had anything done. So then I'm like, why is no food cooked? Or why is no nothing done? Why is the clothes not done? Why are the kids not bathed? You know, about you know, things of that nature. Right. Whereas now, my being a have a calmer tone, you're more like, oh, you know, you want me to cook you some you want me to make you some food. Right. You know, or you know, and you think about me, sometimes the kids all the kids eat all the food, don't leave me any because they greedy like that. <laughs> and you'll be like, Oh, you make you something? I'm like, no, I'll just make me a bowl of cereal, I'll just make me a sandwich or something. No, but I make sure you have food, so 
I know you do, but I'm just sometimes you fight with me to let me cook my own food. Sometimes I'm like, I just go cooking. Like, no, no, no. And I'm like, I can cook. You know, I can make my own food. Yeah, I understand that. I know you can, but like I said, I like to do and make sure you have what you need. Just like you make sure I have what I need. I'm just saying. It's Again, that's like setting the do. tone. And that's yeah, what, so and that's what the guy was talking about. What's setting the tone, yeah. the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So basically, both people can do that. Mm-hmm. Both people can do that. Well, no, you it's had not, something that see, you wanted to. No, wait. It's not about setting. It's not about both people can do it because remember, we we said this last night. I think the man. He said the man sets the tone. The woman creates the atmosphere. Yeah. With me setting the tone in the way that I treat you and mm-hmm. treat the children, and you said something yesterday that um that we was talking, which mm-hmm. I look, I kind of looked up and it made sense. So I kind of looked it up a little bit. What was it? But when setting the tone, it actually sets the tone with the kids set the tone too. Yeah. So the kids set the tone where it, it um affects us and how we set the tone. Right. But like for me, I'm setting the tone to be calm and loving and, and, you know, just be present in in the family life and doing things, mm-hmm. playing games, playing Uno. Right. Playing snakes and ladders, even mm-hmm. though, you know, they may get upset when they lose. You know, <laughs> they very you know? competitive. <laughs> You're very competitive. Very. You know, uh, don't we we play the old fashioned Uno? So you know, if you draw it on a draw four, and then the other one has a draw four, next thing <laughs> they pick it up 12, 16 cards, <laughs> and the child, the children, be getting mad. Like I don't need all. I give up, and they just want to put the card. You know, but yeah, you know, setting the tone, it. Could the atmosphere becomes you control the atmosphere in the house? Yeah. Because if your if your attitude or if your demeanor is off, the house is totally out of whack. It's in chaos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I totally understand what he was saying. Mm-hmm. So me setting the tone keeps the house keeps you happy, mm-hmm. which then keeps the house happy. Yeah. Because the the other I remember the, I <laughs> the other day you was irritated about. You, I don't want people to think you're always irritated, but something you wasn't really irritated. Wait, you keep going. Yeah, I know, but I don't want. It's not that because look, we're human. Todd, we don't have. We're not perfect in this thing. We, you know, sometimes things irritate us. Okay, so what was I irritated? It's, about? I don't remember exactly what it was. A, it was again. It was. It's always simple things. It's not really big things that irritate us. Yeah, but it was something. And Peter Junior came down. He was like, uh... Is mom okay? <laughs> no, you know oh, what? Oh, you know what? You no, was actually... I wasn't irritated about anything like that. I was just, it wasn't irritation, wrong word. Okay. I was frustrated. There you go. That's because true. Because I was trying to figure out something. Right. And that's um, true. That's true. That's true. So, that is true. Yeah, you you tra- was frustrated. Let's change that whole language. All right. Real so quick. it wasn't irritated. It so was the actually language frustrated. Was, but, I was frustrated. But the kids about noticed. Something but the kids that I noticed. Was to figure out. They did a a permit. It went throughout the whole house. Right. The atmosphere changed. The atmosphere changed tremendously. And the, and the children were, and the junior was like, "Mom's frustrated about something. Mom's mom's not happy about something." And yeah, I was I like, was, we, "Yeah, we, we just got something, this new device, and I was trying to figure it out and how to, you know, get it all Actually, started. That's what it was. You're so right. it was definitely the, the device. I was trying to figure out how to hook it up and everything. So once I figured it out and, and it got the frustration was at cease. You know what I'm saying? Because I think the next day I, I was able to figure it out. Yeah, yes, but almost a whole day trying to yeah, so, do it so I was, throughout you know, the day, so doing other things. Was, but yeah. That was the frustration, not the irritation. Yeah, well, it was a little mm-hmm. irritable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but snappy. to my credit, I did not take it out on the one. I just said, yes, mm-hmm. I'm a little frustrated. You know, and that was it. But, but you know what? As you remember, after we came up, we was about to have worship. So when we when you came up and had worship, 
I was actually good. You know what I'm saying? I was actually good. Because the, the worship really just, you know, set the tone. And we was worshiping. And I was good. And I said, you know what? I'll just figure it out tomorrow. You know, I just think sometimes when you just in that heat of the moment, you just like, oh, you know. So that's all it was. That's what it was. Yeah, that's, it was trying to figure Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they that's definitely exactly they definitely was. could see it right off, right mm-hmm. off the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, And wow. that shows you how things can filter down from one person to the next. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Depending on how it is. But I'll... So. I, also, if you set the atmosphere, um, one thing I say about you, you're always hugging on the kids. Mm-hmm. You're always kissing hugging. on the kids. Yeah, yeah. You're always hugging on me. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like the kiss. N- no. Yeah, I know. You know, but mm-hmm. you, yeah, but you like the hug. Kissing was a, never my thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And even when we first got together, you kissed me. I was like, mm? yeah, I was kind of yeah, like, even like, like, like don't we kiss no. cooking, cooking together. Yeah. Um, I want people to know about that. No, you know, just don't. No, just I'm joking. just, no, no. I'm just <laughs> I'm just, I don't care. <laughs> was if I kiss, I kiss it on the cheek or something like mm-hmm. that, or a different part of the body, in the sense of the head. Of the, <laughs> or the, of the, of the, <laughs> Get it right now. Come on. Wait, 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 wait. Why, you, you're just digging yourself. Just I know. let it anyway, go. Just, let's move I'm on. Just, but the point why is. Why you have to go yeah. to all the. Okay, like, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> got these people thinking, you know, yeah, got them but going. Any, but anywho, get your minds out the gutter. Oh uh, yeah, so that's basically what it is for me. Mm. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you went there like that. Shame on you. Shame, shame, shame. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not the right one you should be using. Why are you applauding that? Because uh, it should be what. more. It should be more of that. <laughs> like be like, quiet and hush. Crickets, 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 crickets. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but yeah. Um, like I said, you know, then you just cooking with the kids, mm-hmm. you know, showing them how to cook. Mm-hmm. I'm showing them how to do their laundry. Yeah. It just, you know, showing them how to clean, mm-hmm. keeping the house clean. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I don't ask you to do it, you do it because you want to. Yeah, basically. We yeah. all live here together. We yeah. all got and to And then work when together. I get home. I make sure that I try to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not always the best. Sometimes I do throw my socks over in the corner. I can't stand it. <laughs> and I you like, can't well, I can't believe it. I found your socks underneath the couch, or I found your socks in the corner. <laughs> you know, Lord. I've got it better. Mm-hmm. I've got it better. Mm-hmm. I have. Mm-hmm. I haven't got better. You have. You okay. have. I still I'm find trying. a couple socks. I know. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Sometimes I do it just to, you know, just to keep, you know, keep, you know, appearances. <laughs> <laughs> I got to keep it going, you know? Yeah. I got to keep it going. I so I do that. it, you know, so I can, you know. Yeah. Just but keep you, know, you, on, your, keep thing, you on your toes. I like to is, see, I like to see if you're paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing I love, like when we talked about in worship yesterday, is communicating with grace. Um, You know, making sure when we respond to each other that we're not being harsh. And we, we you know, we're thinking about what we're saying. And how the person may feel and how they may receive it. You know, we don't always do it, but it's something that we're working on as a family. Yeah. I would say. So and you had a little piece that was read, and I wanted you to read it. I know that's why you went to that segue. So that's why I went there. Yeah, went yeah, there. yeah. So anyway, so it's it's a it's a um, book that we found. What who made it, Peter? Um, it's by it's, Stanbury Press. And it's called um Hope for Today's Hope Family. Hope for Today's Family. And yeah, mm-hmm. so it was just a little small piece that um, hubby gonna read real quick um, on there. Uh, you're making me read. Mm-hmm. 
All right. And it reads. <laughs> I forgot where we was. Okay. Yeah. Got it? Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to think where I'm going to read from because I can't remember where I read from last night. Oh. We read and then, you know. Well, you started right in the beginning. That's what it was. People who are intentionally about communicating well with their loved ones mm-hmm. experience great family relationships. If you think about the people you really like in your family, you can easily admit that the ones you like the best are the ones who make you feel good mm-hmm. because of the way they speak and listen to you. Yeah. Then it goes on to tell a story about a man that was running and his wife, him was running and he was getting better at it. And so one day he says to his wife that he ran faster on the second half of the, of the, the run. Right. So he says to the wife, well, I, I've, I've, I'm getting better. I've run faster. And her response was, well, it was all downhill. <laughs> so he was like, wow, like really? Like, like you he was going to run fast yeah, anyway because it, it, it was a it was level play. Day. You know. So it kind of hurt his feelings and, you know, kind of a gut punch to his stomach. Yeah. <laughs> because he was like, well, my goodness, like, you know, I, I expected a different response. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so that's what I was talking about. You know, was she wrong to respond that way? Mm-hmm. You know, and so even though it's not it really, it's like not she really responded that, how she actually felt. Yeah. And it was not that's really that it was, it was a bad thing. He just yeah. is the way he took it, the way she said it. Yeah. He didn't receive it well. Right. On his end. Because he wanted a different response. From so, that. and that's what we talk about communicating with Grace. So we're saying that yeah. if you want your family relationship to be healthy and positive, it's important to learn to communicate with Grace. And then it says, when we say Grace, we are talking about the spiritual concept that refers to the unmerited favor and love freely given by God to humans. Mm-hmm. Grace is something we do not deserve, just as God forgives our shortcomings, even when we do not deserve to be forgiven. Mm-hmm. To communicate with grace means to speak with someone in a way they do not deserve. Mm-hmm. So that's what we was talking about. Oh, right. Because, uh, you know, you're you saying, saying, you're about, saying um, um, speak to someone with grace, even though they may not deserve it. So at that moment, it, you know, that person may be upsetting you or saying something that you don't like. And even though at that time you may not want to give them that grace or speak to them in a certain way, it's best to try to give them that grace and be like, look, Look, I know things may not be where it is or whatever the situation may be at that time Mm -hmm. to just give it, you know, so it won't go the wrong way. It can go left really fast. Right. So in other words, like when you asked, when you was telling me your situation, instead of me just saying, I knew everything was going to be okay. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm glad that everything worked out. Mm -hmm. I had no doubt. I have faith that God was going to make it work well. And, you know, and that you have nothing to worry about. And if I said it that way, maybe your response would have been a little bit more, you wouldn't have been so, you know, upset with my response of just, yeah. oh, you know, I knew it was going to be like that. <laughs> yeah. See, we learn. <laughs> we do. So maybe if I did it that way, then you would have been, you know. Yeah. So it's just how we communicate. Yeah. How we communicate. It's still communicating with grace. Mm-hmm. You know, God God doesn't have to forgive us, but he sent his son to die for us. And yeah, he gives us so much so grace. So he gives us so much grace and, and mercy. mercy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much grace and mercy that you know, that is unbelievable. So why can't we do that for each other as mm. humans? Because we have a sin for nature. And yeah. we, the first thing we think of is defense. Mm-hmm. You know, are we in the defensive mode where anytime we hear us or, 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 you know, or someone has said something to us that we don't like, we, we, we ready to respond in a defensive way. 
you know, that's just the way it is in some cases. Yeah. Depending on what it is. Some people feel really offended if you're saying certain things that they don't like. Yeah. And we, we all talked about how words hurt more than anything else. I hate that phrase that, mm-hmm. you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Because that's such a lie. Whoever made, <laughs> whoever said that phrase is lying. I just think they put it together because it rhymed. That may be so. Because so that's, I need, to, I need to look up who actually made that, 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 that um, yeah. phrase. Because that's research. the most. That's investigation. The most, that's the most craziest phrase that's um unbelievably untrue because mm-hmm. anybody tell you words hurt more than I'd rather get hit by a stick or a stone any day yeah well I don't maybe know. maybe they maybe they meant to because sticks get in, hit by a stick or stone. I'm just no because you heal you can heal from your bruise <laughs> right but when you get words like cut your heart they well, cut that's you true, deep because if you if you get cut by something it's gonna heal it yeah, like, oh, you, I got yeah, yeah but then if you saying something to someone you remember those hurtful words yeah you, you never forget them you, like I remember you said that and, and I yeah. never forgot it I mean, I'm, just, I mean, you know, being okay. Matter, matter of fact, you're forgiving me, mm-hmm. but I'm sure there's still words that I've said to you in the past. Yeah, that you still remember. Mm-hmm. It never leaves. Yeah, you just deal with it differently now. Well, well when you in the forgiving status and you trying to um, Listen, put that behind, I, I'm you, not. No, no, you're it's not trying to hold this. on to old grief. Right, no, no. But I'm not saying that you're holding on to it. Right. All I'm saying is that we're human. Right. So. Something I could have said to you 10 years ago, mm-hmm. just matter of the fact, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And if I say it now, or then even say it now, just somehow it is implied or something. Mm-hmm. Or as a human, that's how we are sometimes. You know, the devil comes as, comes at us like that. Yeah. So when you're in your weakest moment or you're upset about something, then you start thinking, what, 10 years ago, he said such and such and such. Or mm-hmm. I'll say she said such and such and such. Right. And no, the words never leave. No mm-hmm. matter how hard you may think you forgive, we, you've forgiven me. Right. I've forgiven you. Right. We we move. We're better in a better place now. Mm-hmm. But when sometimes, when you're in your weakest, that those words will come in you, and you won't even remember that they was even said, and all of a sudden it pops up in your head. Why do you think that is? It's the enemy. Yeah, it's definitely the enemy. It's the devil. But I'm just saying mm-hmm. because the words never leave, even though you may not. Like I tell you all the time, if the enemy ain't always reminding us of of something to get something stirred up, then you know. Matter of fact, case in point, we was have we did a um interview with Anika and Brent, right? And for their for that um fight fight for your marriage um um podcast mm-hmm. that's on YouTube, and we we was talking, and you brought up something, and I honestly I looked at you and I said, I don't remember that at all, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember it at all. Mm-hmm. Nothing about it do I remember. Right. But it was something I did to you. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. When you're so it's not even really like you're trying to, you just could be having a conversation. And it just comes and then yeah. you're like, wait, I remember when you did this. But I, it's amazing how you suppress some things in your mind and until a situation is talked about. Right. And then it just comes up, you're like, oh. You right, know, then you, you exactly, you, and it happens with me too. Yeah, like, forgot about it. Okay. It happens with me in my in my past relationships. I'm like, wait a minute, uh, that happened. Mm-hmm. That really happened. And then sometimes you almost think like, did it really happen? Did it really happen? Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, wait a minute, it really did happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I mean by you know, words hurt because they they carry they carry, they carry with you. They carry weight. They carry with you throughout the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why I always tell the kids, don't say I hate you. Don't say I just, you know, don't say those words, certain words you just, because you, 
it will carry over. Yeah, because you can't take back everything no, you say. You, can. you know what I'm saying? You and can you apologize stop you and stop be like, you know, it. I'm sorry that I said that. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's already been said. Yeah, saying it once, saying it twice. Now, now it becomes yeah. a pattern. And you yeah. keep saying it. You people stop believing what you say. Well, you'll stop believing what you're saying. But that's yeah, exactly. Basically. That's why that's how little. That's why a white lie works so well. Mm. A little white lie, mm-hmm. because when you do a little lie, then you have to build on that lie. Next thing you know, that little white lie becomes a big lie because you have to you not, not believing. You have to remember what you say. Yeah, but then you one. but that yeah, but that's easy. It's just that you you it's built to such a point that you start believing the lie yourself. Yeah. Even if there's proof that is not real. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So that's what I mean. Words can hurt. Words mm-hmm. can really do damage to our psyche. Yeah. Into communication, mm-hmm. into into tone, mm-hmm. into the atmosphere. Yeah. It's all about how you say these things, how you say things. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, as a, as a man, I try to keep my tone in an even kill, in an even way, mm-hmm. and just consistent. Yeah. That way, the atmosphere stays the same. If my tone stays the same. Yeah. You know, it's not so we get back, back to. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's all connected. Communication, uh, tone, atmosphere is all, it's all connected. Yeah. It's all connected. And one thing I think we have to realize now, that we're not going to think alike on, on things. We have to understand it. Because I understand that men and women are two different creatures. Well, men, obviously. Men, well, obviously, but I'm just saying. Men think totally well, some different. Some people think, no, men I'm, think I'm not going to go there. Men think totally that different than women. And when it comes to certain things, they're going to respond differently than women. And, you know, when we recognize that, then, you know, it'll be somewhat of a balance in the relationship. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. What you, what you got? I Oh, just keep talking. But yeah, why are you so, in my so, business? So, why, are you, why are you always in my business? <laughs> oh, matter of fact, when people don't. Yeah, exactly. Matter of fact, because we're doing business. this podcast now. We're doing this show now. Yeah. Uh, we're wearing different shirts. But my beautiful wife over there yesterday, we have these shirts that says, um, I, I will not fear. Not I have my I have my shirt on all day. We go to do the program. Who comes down with the same shirt on? Me. We twins. We are not twins. We are separate. <laughs> okay. All right, stop uh, trying to imitate, copycat everything I do. Whatever. You know, whatever. all right. Mm-hmm. Especially since I'm better looking. Mm, you wish. <laughs> <laughs> ah, whatever. I am. Uh, whatever. Whatever. And I'm, <laughs> I'm not okay, so anyway, moving forward. Go ahead. <laughs> moving forward. Mm-hmm. I am moving yeah. forward. Mm-hmm. I forgot what you were saying now. <laughs> but like I say, so communication, tone, you know, as 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 a married couple, men, you know, if you set the tone in your marriage to the proper way, um, to a loving, a kind, your wife will show that will will create the atmosphere that she will from the love that you're showing her, it will then help your house. Mm-hmm. And when you and then and you know some so like some men say I don't want to go home because my wife is gonna be nagging. Why is your wife nagging? Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe your tone is not completely there. Maybe yeah. your tone is off. Well, maybe the wife is actually being that way. Yeah, you know I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying. Listen, sometimes. And, sometimes no, I'm just saying because even though I wife. understand what you mean about the man setting the tone, however, I think the woman has somewhat of a part to play. The man 
you know, if she sh- if she being a certain way, he'll want to come home to her. Versus, okay, let me put it this way. You no, know, I'm just saying. All right, let's say if you was always emotional, because you are emotional, right? And you overthought everything. Overthink. Okay. Overthink yeah. everything, or you self sabotage. So it makes you think and do things and ask the same question over and over again. Mm-hmm. If I was to be like, why you? Why don't you just make a decision? Or da da da, da you know, like that. That would set the tone that you would now get frustrated. But if I'm saying, hey, you know what? Like, okay, but is... vice versa. What if a woman is like, you this and you that, and you never do this and you never do that, you never listen to me, you never, da, 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 da. you never doing what you're supposed to do as a man, you know, bringing a man down. Yeah. You think a man, wa- you think see, a man want to hear that? Listen, there's extremes to everything. I'm just saying, it's, 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 I know that it's extremes. It, enough, I'm not saying, I, I didn't even say, and that, that's my point. If he sets the tone as best he can, that's all he can do. Right. He can't control how his wife is going to respond. Yeah. But that's how, my point. But one way we can control it is how we are. If we go no, into something, you, you just, know, you no, just, yeah, I'm just, you saying. just made the point about what is she about, you know, this and that and that. I'm saying it all starts with the man setting the tone. Right. If he sets the if he sets the tone, excuse me, and he tries to set the right tone, most women will follow. Yeah, most women. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because mm-hmm. see, we we can't get this. Is all about and not blaming the wife. You just said, "What if she's like this?" I can't control that. If my wife is like that, when I married her, I knew she was gonna be like that, so I knew what I was getting when I married her. Mm but still doesn't mean that I can't set the tone. Mm-hmm. I set the tone. Hopefully she follows. If she doesn't follow, then I try to set a different tone. You just have to keep trying. I'm not, I, one thing we learned throughout our marriage is that as the man of the house and as the man in general in the marriage, it don't matter what, how you respond or how you say things. It's still up to me to set the tone. Right. Think about the times when we was having arguments. If I had just my tone was just a little bit different, how you may have responded, and we may not have went through some. And what we went through, I don't regret, because it made us better as husband and wife. Mm-hmm. It made us. It made our marriage stronger. Mm-hmm. But you understand what I'm going with this with the saying yes. that if I had set the tone properly, mm-hmm. then maybe, then definitely the, your response would have been different. Your emotion would have been calm faster if i had a if my tone was different right that's mm-hmm. all i'm saying mm-hmm. so as the man it don't matter what you can't say because you know men will be like oh you made me do this nobody made you do anything you did it because you wanted to yeah well and yeah that's, that's my good. that's my point yeah so i'm pretty much just putting out there as a man you have to set the tone mm-hmm. no matter the circumstances the situation the predicament whatever it is you have to set the tone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's all I was saying. Yeah, you set the tone; everything else will work to yeah. what it should work. Doesn't it always work. because it, always. it's extreme that it may not work. It's possibility. It's nothing's a hundred percent. Right. I, but, I understand exactly what you mean about setting the tone, but I also think that depending on who you're dealing with, who the, the woman, you know, what I'm saying not everybody easy. But that's but see that with. but see that's that's but, I'm but just see, saying you on keep the other saying that because some people I, may think that. I know that, but I I understand that. But it doesn't matter what the situ what the woman situ. It doesn't matter for the for that. Stop worrying about what the woman may do as the husband, as the man. You set the tone. 
to the way you want it to be or the way you feel is good for the family, more, not majority, it will work. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Because I can't, I can't sit there and say, well, I can't set the tone because she's not going to listen. Right. I no, you, you still set the tone. You still set the tone of listening, doing family things. Because maybe, guess what? Maybe she's acting out because you're not doing something that she wants. Have a conversation. Say, look, why are you, what, what's the matter? What's, what's really going on? Yeah. What, you know, what would you like me to do to make it better for us? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Set the tone. Yeah. Talk. Because sometimes women, even men, they act out because they're upset about something. Yeah. But they don't want to communicate and say what it is. Well, they hold so it they just in. act out. Yeah. They hold it in. So that's what I mean by set the tone. Yeah. Just want to read this before we go. Okay. Marriage is at marriage is at once awesome, wonderful, and difficult. Awesome and wonderful because it was designed by the creator for us to reflect his image. Difficult becomes difficult because it brings together two flawed and imperfect selfish human beings Mm -hmm. who became even more flawed and selfish once married. Mm. Married couples need to confront this reality and work together as teammates and friends. Together, we must fight the enemy who threatens to destroy our oneness with each other and our oneness with God. We're going to leave it there. Gonna leave it right there. We want to thank you all for joining thank us today. Thank you so much, guys. As we say, say what? This is Pedro. Oh, and this is Tara. <laughs> and this is the Marriage Can Heal podcast. podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Please guys. like and subscribe. Yes. And all right. Bye. And all the other information <laughs> is at the bottom of the page. Yes. <laughs> Please go on YouTube and subscribe. And, and subscribe. Like. Yeah. Marriage Can Heal podcast and all the links in the about section is there. Yes. The link tree. Mm-hmm. And all the other um, links and stuff are there. All right, guys. Peace. See ya. Drop the beat now.